What if Prague came in second place? Just like Trevor goofing off. Just like Josh right on the cusp. Alex trying to find his phone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 26 of the Secondary Heroes podcast. It's our What If special edition, talking about all the crazy possibilities in the world of pop culture. This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey, guys, it's Prague. This is Josh. What if I owned a Firebird? This is DeLorean Wolfgang. Nice, then you'd be Firebird Wolfgang. (laughs) That was pretty (laughs) awesome. I think, you know what? I need to really rethink my life. I I, I think I can dig that name. Actually, hey... Hey, uh, listeners, what do you guys think of uh, Firebird Wolfgang? I'm going to get a big Firebird <laughs> tattoo on my back now. Sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> you probably need the DeLorean to change those what-ifs. Yeah, it's but got you gold wing doors. Go we'll just call them Firebird doors, and I'm going to put a big Firebird on the hood. But it won't be magnetic, because we just <laughs> recently learned that stainless steel is not magnetic. We did. Magnets. <laughs> magnets. How do they work? I bought high-powered magnets to hold that thing on. Nope, didn't work. <laughs> Wait, maybe we're. Nobody high. knows what we're talking about right now. <laughs> this is going <laughs> off the rails. Oh yeah, we barely even started, and we're off the rails. Nobody even knows what we're talking about. The riffin. <sighs> the riffin door. Oh, a riffin door. Mm. House Riffendor. That's, that's, that's right. House Riffendor. That's the house I'm in. <laughs> house Riffendor. We're all a part of House Riffendor. Yes. The sorting hat told us so. <laughs> Two points to Riffendor. What Who's if one? there was a Riffendor? We would be tops. We would be. Riff on that. We can riff on that all day. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Off to a solid start. Uh, rev them engines, boys. Fire up them firebirds. Firebirds. Fire up. Them. Is that what we're gonna start with? Fire up them teeth. <laughs> oh, we gotta milk go this one last... for all it's worth. See, but nobody knows that that's my last name, so that doesn't even make sense. Dang it! Now they do. <laughs> <laughs> no clue what's going on. <laughs> All right, let's start with a movie review, Trevor. Hit it. Well, Josh, welcome back. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah. Welcome back, back, Josh. Good back. Lord. I feel like I've been here in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like it. Yeah, last week's episode was like our what if episode. Like, what if Tanner was Josh? It was a good episode. Yeah. 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 Wow, Prog. I don't know how to take that. Yeah, I don't know what to take. I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to call out another week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good to have you back. It's all about that tactical audio. That's right. <laughs> tactical audio. Exactly. Strategic. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot the yes. term already. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Strategic. <laughs> strategic uh, additions. Oh, yes. no. I don't even remember what I said, but yeah. It's a conversational sniper. Ooh, that's a good one, too. But welcome back. We're glad that you're back. Healthier than ever. That's like a uh, Bourne episode where it's just like, what if Bourne used his words rather than his bullets? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) 
That's what he says. Oh. <laughs> Solid feedback, Josh. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry, we're putting huh? you on the spot right now, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess that means Sorry. it's time for Trevor's spoiler for free movie review of the week. Oh, it definitely is. <laughs> this week, thanks to AMC A-List, an unofficial sponsor of the Secondary Heroes podcast, I saw... Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It's the Ooh. book adaptation film written by Guillermo del Toro. And I have no familiarity with the books. They don't mean anything to me, so I don't have that pedigree to review this. But it was an entertaining film. I'm not the biggest horror guy. I'm not like, oh, God, I like all these horror movies. I was entertained throughout. Probably the best part was that they have all these short kind of narratives, and right. it's weaved into an overarching narrative, tie all the short stories together. And that kept me engaged throughout the entire film. Yeah, I noticed that from the trailer that it was like taking all the short stories from the book and having one single narrative where they kind of share all those different stories together. Um, and you felt like that worked pretty well? Yeah, that, that okay. was the, probably the best part of it was the overarching narrative and the ultimate origin story of the book and how all of these scary stories come to life. Ah. How did you, okay. how did, like, what, how, how horror would you say it was? Like, was it like cutesy Halloween horror or was it like, scary scary horror like you're getting jump scares there was no real right. jump there was like one or two jump scares in the whole movie it's more it's just storytelling you know Guillermo del Toro that's what he is really excellent at is telling a story he crafted amazing story and right. the whole kind of scary idea is just the idea of what if these actual ideas came to life what so if? Like a goosebumps. what, what if? if well and that yeah like goosebumps josh you said mm -hmm. it you said it perfectly because i mean honestly the books weren't the scariest part of the like the books weren't scary at all the only scary part about the books was the artwork the artwork on those books is iconic like i mean everybody knows the artwork and it's that was the scariest part the books are they're kind of yeah, lame so i'm kind of surprised that they actually made a movie out of it yeah, it was kind of like that. The stories themselves were more like the, the kind of campfire stories you would tell. You know, they were yeah, they were kind of fun, but it was the artwork that really made them really scary. And it looked like, based on the trailers, they kind of went off the design from the book. So that was kind of neat. I just was wondering if that was going to translate well to a story. And it sounds like it was. If it was, if written... you're a big horror fan, I don't know if it's your cup of tea, like hmm. you know, classic horror stuff, because I'm hmm. not familiar with the genre. You okay. know, I don't go and see all those different Bloomhouse ones, or I don't right, need right. to see Annabelle and all that kind of stuff going on. Oh, but yeah. no, thank you. <laughs> or the nun. Oh, yeah. Goofy. Oh, I'll like have uh, none of that, please. Oh, nice. and Prague's back, ladies Prague and gentlemen. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. We're out of here. <laughs> it, it was a little reminiscent of it. It kind of had that same kind of vibe of everything happening to one set of people, people characters okay. that you know, and it's one overarching adversary that controls it. But then it felt like there was more drama and more just greater impending doom for the characters. Like, it's a little okay. goofy in parts. This one's more serious throughout the entirety of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen yeah. the newer It's, so I'm not sure how goofy those are, but I know that the Tim Curry ones were extremely goofy. They were, I mean, so fun, though, that, I mean, they'll be my favorite it, you know, right. forever. Now, it nice. does seem like that this movie should should be less goofy just be based on the source material. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad to hear that, too. It's a fun cool. watch. Yeah, I'll probably <laughs> check it out then.
Hopefully, but hopefully before it leaves theaters, looks like it got second place this weekend at the box office. Hit that second place, Special baby. Shout out. Secondary hero. And then Let's speaking go. of scary stories and what mm-hmm. if ideas, could you imagine if Tom Cruise was Iron Man? Ooh, that's scary. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I that, that was going to happen, right, Alex? That was going to happen. Actually, they, they were in talks with Tom Cruise first, and, uh, and then Robert Downey Jr. came in and stole the show with his, uh, with his acting chops. Oh, but he I mean, stole the it, franchise, yeah, but they, yeah. When they, saw, yeah. when they saw Robert Downey Jr., they were like, yeah, there's no other Tony Stark. But I like, I, it always is interesting to me to think, let's say Tom Cruise was Iron Man. Would we be where we are now with the Marvel universe would, I mean, look at, look at the mummy. They tried to reboot it with Tom Cruise. He, that, that just bombed. Right. I mean, it it didn't work. And now the whole franchise is dead in the water. Exactly. They're not, they're not going to make any more. And now let's say that happened to Iron Man. Would they have gone on to make the Avengers? Would they have gone on to become this multi-billion dollar? Especially because, I mean, the Hulk was so bad following up. You know, if yes. Iron Man wasn't good and you started off with two bombs, then they would have never made any other movies. No, exactly. Paramount I, I, was still doing it then. Disney didn't even buy them yet. Right. And the thing yeah. is, um, I like Tom Cruise as an action star. I do not really care for him much as an actor. Like, I don't yeah. see him playing the part Ooh, of Tony Stork. Stork, stork, stork. I agree with you. Stork. It's the exact same way I see it as if uh, Tom Cruise did play Tony Stark, it wouldn't have lasted long because I, mean, I think Tom Cruise himself would get bored of it because there's no action sequences for him to exactly. do any jumps or anything like that because he's Iron Man. He's flying around in a right. suit. Yeah, Robert Downey so Yeah, have it close up in his face. That was that's all the action sequences. He, and yeah, I Tom mean Cruise Tony Stark has to, has to be walk around being everywhere. a scientist. Yeah. Right. And can can Tom Cruise really pull off that like I'm super intelligent scientist guy who's building yep. all this stuff? I mean, yeah, he's he pulls off being Mission Impossible smart, but like spy smart. That's but different. Can he yeah. Pull off. Yeah, it's a totally different uh, yeah. set of skills than what Robert Downey Jr. does, because I can't see Tom Cruise being this rich man philanthropist. You got what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, got I can't it. see him Flanderous. being, you know, this that guy, and then at right. yeah at night putting on the iron suit and being a superhero. No, I can't. I just either. can't see mm-hmm. it. I which, you know, like I said before, Robert Downey Jr. He, there is no other Iron Man. He is right. Iron Man forever, and I th- and I think it was yeah. like lightning in a bottle too, because like he he just came back. This was this was his big comeback too for Robert Downey Jr. So that really exactly. helped. It wasn't just the beginning of Marvel. It's like oh my god, Robert Downey Jr. is back acting again. You know, he's no longer in rehab. He's not this you know old eighty star anymore. He's you know reborn in this new role, and it was kind of cool. Right, I think it was all the movies. You know, on the flip side. Robert Downey Jr. wouldn't get any other future roles or he would change all the roles that he's going to get based on that because he yep. kind of defined his life that way. And then think of all the movies Tom Cruise has done since 2008 that he probably wouldn't have done because he's in the Iron Man role. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure, man, for sure. That's I mean, would would we even have these Mission Impossible movies anymore? Right. Would he die, die again and all those movies. But then again, <laughs> die, die, but then again, die, 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 die again. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Legends of Tomorrow after 
to the day after next. I don't know what it's called. It's like 12 titles. But at the same <laughs> time, if you think about it, those yeah. other movies, yeah, Mission Impossible. If 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 Tom Cruise was Iron Man, he probably wouldn't have stuck with the role. He right. would have ended up mm-hmm. going out and saying, "Yeah, let's." I'm gonna go back to doing Mission Impossibles. And it stuff just like been a one off film. Well, yeah. and here, it would have been a one off film, and that's it. Would have been, and like, and, and this too, like Iron Man is in not just that film. He cameos in almost every Marvel film. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think? Yeah. Do you think oh, Tom yeah. Cruise would have done that? I don't. No way. Yeah. Yeah. How many cameos have you actually seen him in in other movies? He's one he's specifically. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah it ties both of these guys together. They're both in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, that's Tropic. it. And okay, so it's I was thinking time. Tropic yeah, Thunder too, but I wouldn't even consider that a cameo because he was in multiple scenes. Right? Yeah, that's true. He, he had a mm-hmm. he had a role in that movie. That's true. But holy God, was he good in that movie? He was perfect <laughs> for that role. I didn't even know that was him at first. No, I don't think any people did. And they're like, wait a second. He looks familiar. Who's this guy? (laughs) But you actually, uh, Trevor, you actually said it already. uh, The Incredible Hulk. Uh, The very first Incredible Hulk was with uh, Edward Norton. Right. Yeah. What if, let's go back to our big what ifs. Yeah. What if Edward Norton was to keep that role and continue on as the Incredible Hulk? I, again, don't think the Marvel universe would be as big as it is today. If that, if he did continue being the Hulk. Yeah. I, what do you I guys love, think? I love Edward Norton, but I do not like him as Eric, I mean, as, uh, as uh, the Hulk. This is not, I don't like him as Eric Banna playing. <laughs> that the was Hulk, hilarious. Sure. <laughs> Where is my head going? To this? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I could not see that. Um, I, I just don't think he was quite right for the role. I know he was bad. I just didn't think he was quite right, the right fit, the way. And then credit to Mark Ruffalo. I mean, well, yeah, he's done he, an oh, absolutely totally. amazing job. He brought it to life. Absolutely. Yeah. He took that. He took the role and he ran with it full speed, man. He he looks the part. He sounds the part. He is the Incredible yeah. Hulk. Yeah. You yeah. Need a personality. Yeah. He yeah, the scientist that hates what he's become idea. Yes. Just great. Right. Edward Norton's more torn. I hate my entire life and myself. Yeah, you can't be that. <laughs> well, that's always the characters he's always played. Yeah, right. that's true. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of what he's always played. So I, I, I agree. I think maybe same thing. I don't think it would have survived the way it has, or maybe they would have cut his character back or something. I'm not too sure mm-hmm. what they would have done with that. Yeah, totally. And I mean, it definitely like opens. Like, I love these what if scenarios. I love thinking about all this stuff because. I mean, if you think about like American Psycho, they originally had um, they had someone else. God, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it was Leonardo DiCaprio. They actually hired Leonardo DiCaprio for American Psycho. Right. But here's Christian Bale, who he, he auditioned for it and they said he did a great job, but they ended up they wanted Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. But at the end of the day, would would American Psycho be the cult classic to what it is today if it wasn't for Christian Bale, if Leonardo DiCaprio was Leonardo in that DiCaprio role? Leonardo DiCaprio is really interesting. I just it had to look is. up the American Psycho came out in 2000. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio was in Titanic in 97, so he's still a he's young still, little kid. Yeah, it's he's a still really like weird fit. Leo, the original yeah. It would have been a totally bizarre <laughs> fit. And it probably would have worked. I don't know. You think it might have worked? I think it might have worked. I don't think it would have been as I wouldn't think it would be the cult classic that it is today. No, I think it would have worked. Absolutely, it, it wouldn't not. be as psychotic, but right, it probably no, would work. Nowhere near psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I there's no one quite as psychotic as Christian Bale. No, good lord. <laughs> if Leonardo DiCaprio, well, and at the time, Christian Bale was relatively unknown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't, the, and I think that's 
that's what helped that that movie succeed the way that it did was because he was just so unknown. There really wasn't very many known people in the movie. Mm, but anyways, yeah. but Leonardo DiCaprio, I think that probably would have hurt his career in the long run because he's he was a heartthrob. He was all he was, you know, at the time. Yeah, like you said, Titanic girls were all about him. And if he was to go off doing a film where there's a scene, spoiler alert, he kills a dog and a homeless man. I mean, people aren't going to look at uh, him the, the same way that after way. that. That's yeah. true. Good point. Fair point, actually. Yeah. He's an actor, though. I mean, think of all the roles he's done since then. Since then, yes. Right, but none have been menacing. He's never really had a menacing type of role. I know that uh, mm. we talked earlier about maybe Shutter Island, but... Shutter Island, he was Shutter just a crazy Island, you're person. You're right. It's more, yeah, psychotic. It's not, right. You know, menacing. What about Django adversary. Unchained? He was a bit unhinged in that movie. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was pretty good. Too. He was pretty maniacal in that one. <laughs> but maybe not quite psycho, but he was definitely maniacal. I, I and I don't think I could see anybody else playing that role either. No. And, and the gun so, is removed huh. though from an axe. Always. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a brutality to using an axe versus using a gun. True. Oh, that Huey Lewis scene. <laughs> Everybody loves Huey Lewis. <laughs> and I love the way that Christian Bale plays that, man. It is so good. Yeah. So you're right. I don't know. I think that's a, that was a good what if, actually. Especially since oh, it plays absolutely. into a per, an, an actor's career that early on. Like, yeah, well, the and different I don't, pathways. And, mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Like, where? What? Like, okay, for instance... Leonardo DiCaprio, he does American Psycho, and American Psycho does well with Leonardo DiCaprio. Does he move on to become the Dark Knight? Could he mm. be that next Dark Knight? Because, I mean, Christian Bale went off to, I mean, there was, obviously there was a few things in between, but he went off and became Dark Knight, which was probably one of the greatest Batman movies we ever got so far. Could, yeah. could Leonardo DiCaprio mm. have filled in that role? I don't see Leonardo DiCaprio as a Batman. No. I don't see him as it either, but I don't not see him. When I, I, you know, when Christian Bale's in The Machinist and he weighs like 100 pounds, you don't see him as the Dark Knight either. That's true. That's true. Oh, man. And then he gained all that weight for that other role, like almost right after that movie. Yeah, that's true. He's a crazy person. He is is a crazy crazy crazy. person, isn't he? (laughs) I think a lot of that was on cards. I was waiting for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I I really had no reason to say it, but. Then it was like, okay, well, was here's my reason. opening. And, and you did mention Huey like... Lewis, so go away. Go fire off Back to the Future. That doesn't mean anything to me. You postulated about this what if, and you're referencing names that don't mean anything to me, but go go ahead. <laughs> so I actually wasn't even go, going to go to this point next with my what ifs, but I'll, I'll go there now. But, um, I mean, what if Back to... Oh, excuse me. What if Back to the Future was to continue filming with Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz, the Ooh. actor! What if the Elephant Man was Marty McFly for the Red... Like, they filmed half of Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz. I mean, they originally wanted... They weren't getting the same comedic uh, tone that, that Michael J. Fox brought to the character, but they, they just didn't see it happening. But imagine if they didn't have that budget, if they didn't have that, like... Oh, you know, let's just let's just grind through it with Eric Stoltz. I mean, where would Back to the Future be today if Marty McFly was Eric Stoltz? I don't know if it would work. Mm -hmm. I don't think he had that that charm and charisma on screen. 
that Mac oh, Fox Doc. had. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, there was none of that. that. That's no, what you need. None of that. But you need that. You need that wide-eyed, you know, kid who's like awestruck by everything. You have to have that sense of wonder. And I don't. And Eric did not have that. I mean, if you look back at some of the footage that is online, I mean, it is like he's really acting the crap out of those scenes. I'm like, really? Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if I could have done. A, so the funny like thing that. is, is if you actually watch Back to the Future, uh, you could still see a couple scenes where Eric Stoltz is still in the movie. Oh yeah. Like it's a few the, scenes, like the hand that punches Biff in the diner. That's Eric Stoltz punching Biff, not uh, Marty McFly or uh, Michael J. Fox. Fox. Right. But yeah, I, I just, I find I would have, I would love to see what back to the future would have been with a different, with a different guy. Cause I mean, everybody knows Marty McFly as the jean jacket, the, the red vest, and mm-hmm. in all of the production stills with Eric Stoltz, he was wearing a uh, a leather jacket, and he was a cool guy. He looked like a cool like greaser. Yeah, but it was it just totally didn't, it, different. Oh, it's so, totally so different. So essentially, tone to you're it. saying is that you want a remake of Back to the Future, then, right? Now. Easy job. Tactical. Oh, yeah. Tactical. Yeah. <laughs> Man, conversational sniper. Look at this don't guy. Know, yes, there. Uh, <laughs> Marty McFly was Eric Stoltz at one time, who... Right. Mr. Actor. Mr. Elephant Man. We should uh, do a hashtag, uh, release the Eric cut. I would love to see <laughs> the movie with Eric Come on, release the Eric cut. We want to see that. Let's see what happens. We want to see the darker, grittier version. The more... The actor. And no, I do not want a remake of Back to the Future. All right. So, there you go. Okay. No remake. Even though there was that poster that was floating around that kind of intrigued me, like an old man Jim Carrey and Will Myers from uh, Stranger Things as Marty McFly, I think that, that would, would actually fun. be kind of kind of neat to see. But we don't need but it. It's not not necessary. They can always do that for like an SNL sketch or something. You know, do it like a one-off kind of. You know, thing. speaking of those what ifs, you. I instantly think of those SNL skits where they're like, right. what if you had Star Wars with Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's got I Gilbert Godfrey? Gilbert Hold Godfrey on. Voice, no. Dude, you're the only one who can pull off a Gilbert oh, Godfrey. Shit. Give it a whirl. The fans on, are begging guys. for it. I can't do it. it. I don't think I can. Okay, okay, God. No, I can't do it. <laughs> no. No. That was a poor excuse. That was your chance, bro. I'm trying to squint my eyes while I'm doing it, too, to see if I can get into character with it. Wow, you gotta go for the higher tone voice with a little bit of the... Wow, that's that's pretty good. (laughs) You should have said use the force. That was pretty bad, bad too. It was better than the prog one. (laughs) I gotta get, like, more... uh. (laughs) I'm trying to to think of how he does it in Aladdin. Uh, See, that's what the new Aladdin... Was missing, missing was Gilbert Godfrey. All yeah. the actors, all the good actors. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a different story. Well, and honestly, these these what if scenarios of like actors being hired and actors being fired and you know people who were supposed to be type of thing is I find it to be fascinating. And honestly, you go onto the internet and there are just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of this stuff. Like I mean, I'm looking at one right now where. Uh, Twilight, the Twilight series, they wanted to get uh, Jennifer Lawrence, or no, Jennifer Lawrence auditioned for it as for Bella. Could you imagine what? Jennifer Lawrence 
yes. as Bella in the Twilight. Yes, it probably would have been so much better. Because she's, yeah, she's a terrible Katniss. She's a horrible yeah. Katniss. She's like the worst Katniss they could have yeah, ever cast in Hunger Games. So, no, yeah, wait. And I'm talking about Stewart Twilight, is like the but... worst Bella they could have casted. So, if they could have switched them, <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> but I just, I, I almost, now that I look back, I'm thinking uh, Jennifer Lawrence just has way too much personality for that uh that character for yeah bella, bella is pretty bland mm -hmm. she yeah. is so yeah. incredibly bland and i think kristen stewart is just she's super pretty bland, bland as well <laughs> <Super> <laughs> bland but it still it, it made this for, is vanilla for, on vanilla man honestly it really wasn't a good movie at all i didn't care for it and i it either way it wouldn't have Garbage. worked for me either way yeah, because you hear all those, I mean, I'm going away from yeah, this, but you way. hear all those stories about how the writers, they make movies for certain actors. They're, and oh, I they think do. one is like, uh, was it Jerry Maguire? They, written, they wrote it for Tom Hanks. So what? can you imagine? Yeah. I couldn't imagine oh, wow. Tom Hanks yelling, show me the money. I cannot yeah. imagine no. it. Oh, in I can't. Any... <laughs> old school Tom well, Hanks? Actually, 80s yeah, Tom Hanks would yeah, totally nail that scene. Tom Hanks. Not new Tom Hanks. For, I don't like, know Tom 80s Hanks Tom sure. Hanks. I don't know what you're talking I've never seen Big I've or seen any big. stuff oh, like that. Oh, big. oh, man, that movie's, that movie's uh, great. Listeners, please, please at Trevor a bunch of your favorite <laughs> 80s, 80s movies 80s so movies, he can start please. watching some actual good films. I watch NeverEnding Story. Don't even bring up good movies. Imagine if NeverEnding <laughs> okay. Story didn't exist. Everybody's life oh. would be better. I would get two hours back of as good my life. He watched Neverending Story and didn't cry when what? the horse died. Are you human? The he horse died. He didn't set up to care about the horse. Oh my god! When I you're when you. you're like six years old, you care about the horse no matter what, sir. No, okay. The you horse was a total throwaway character. Jeez. People are gonna hate you, man. Oh my goodness. I feel and bad. And then for you where right is now. the ending sequence where Actually I'm okay with this? It's the never ending story. There is no ending. The end where he's on so Falcor. How does he not sing the song? How is the song only in the stupid title <laughs> credits and only in the end credits? How is he not riding the dragon and singing the damn song? That would have been a great <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree. That would have been fantastic. I'm watching that end sequence and it's like this kid is insane in the attic reading the stupid book and then he comes down and chases those kids those bullies of him i know that he has a gun falcor is just a gun and these kids are like oh my god i'm running away from this crazy kid with a gun it has this horrible juxtaposition of this movie now dude you are looking at that movie through a 2019 point of view go I watch to. some real 80s movies and enjoy them for what they are no, My a good God. 80s movie shouldn't know that it's in the 80s, okay? Oh. A good movie, you don't care what era it's from. It doesn't define itself by the era. Oh, my God. No. I don't That's know. Hilarious. I don't know about that. It's about a kid's Establish a movie acid. with its own style. Oh, movie should withstand <laughs> the test of time. Yeah, let's talk oh. about 2019, then, because there is no original content. Thank you, Disney. Oh, thank you, Disney. <laughs> God damn, Disney sucks these days. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, so you mentioned Tom Hanks. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks played a perfect, uh, played a perfect Forrest Gump, right? Mm hmm Yeah. Guess who passed on role of, uh, Ooh. of Forrest Gump? I know this Jack one Nicholson. I forget, though. John no. Travolta. Could he have yes. been no. Forrest Gump? No. You know, let no? Me think about this. Hold no, on, let me so. think. Nah. 1994 yeah. was the year that Pulp Fiction came out. And that's mm -hmm. the same year Forrest Gump came out. I can't imagine... That period of 
John Travolta being Forrest Gump. Yeah, those are two different oh, totally. types of characters. Mm. Yeah. Maybe well, when he was younger, like Saturday Night Fever, Grease Time, but... Oh, yeah, probably Ooh. back then, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't know. Choice. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> Everybody loves Indiana Jones. But? What if Tom Selleck was in there instead of Tom Ford? <laughs> Tom Ford. Harrison Tom Ford. Ford. <laughs> I love uh, Magnum is Indiana Jones, dude. That's hilarious. Oh, he has the so Magnum mustache and everything. Oh, that dude, would be fantastic would with the shirt and everything. Oh my, he would it's have like to Hawaiian wear a shirt Hawaiian on. shirt underneath oh, yeah. his leather jacket. He's all swaggering <laughs> dude, on. Dude, come set. on. See, that's the thing that I don't think that that would have turned into the cult classic that it is today, or the or the franchise that it is. I mean, that franchise is insanely good, except for number four. But uh, with yes. <laughs> with Tom Selleck. No way, man. Exactly. No way. Tom Selleck no was super hot right then, though. He was. That, that's yeah, the thing. A lot I mean, of times you gotta sense. think, like, are you, are you casting the person because they're hot right now, or are you casting it because you actually want this to be a franchise that's going to last a while or be yeah. a good film, right? So that's what a good casting director has to do, is but, make I mean, that tough call. That's like Harrison Ford in the original Star Wars. George Lucas specifically had two groups of three. Mark Hamill's talked about it. It was him, Carrie, and Harrison... And then you have the whole other three people like he didn't mix and match. It's like, oh, I'm not going to combine Harrison Ford with these, you know, this different Leia and Luke. I make mm-hmm. sure that I cast them three together. Right. Yeah, it's the way it is. Wait, so so he had an idea for other like Leia and Luke yeah. to go with. Yeah, to he go- casted like he didn't like, oh, I'm going choosing between these different Lukes. I'm casting these this Luke, Leia and Her- and Han fit together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it wasn't separate. I like what you asked in our chat. What if George Lucas never made Star Wars? What would be the mm. landscape of of our Pop world culture. today? Pop would culture have... today without Star Wars? I know. I think what the sci-fi genre would be a lot different. It right? changes everything. It changes absolutely oh, it everything. Merchandising. Maybe because does would be merchandising. Yeah, what? nice, nice space balls. Merchandising. Yeah. <laughs> no space balls exist because there's nothing to spoof. I know, <laughs> why there be no space balls? Oh my God, that'd be awful. Not in here, mister. This is a Mercedes. Jeez. <laughs> so I can quote space balls all day. It's like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Anyways, but I mean, yeah, see, that changes awful. You wouldn't have a space all ball. the like. Do you think that someone else would have come along and made a Star Wars type of movie and blown people's mind with the whole space battles and stuff? Well, Star Trek mm-hmm. was already going it's not it's not a space battle yeah, idea, but it's different. Star Trek yeah, is more a just a philosophical, you know, philosophical right. investigation. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. absolutely. It's deep thoughts in space. That's all it is. Ooh, it deep is space. Deep nice. It is. It's Hamlet in space. It's not really you know <laughs> big battles and stuff. It's not. It's not like Conan the Barbarian or Flash Gordon. It's not like that level in space. That, that does that. It do, really does yeah. raise a question, though. Like, would someone else have come come I through? Think, and I, just... I think so, something else would have happened. It would have just been looked totally different and might not have taken place in space. It might have been and a different it, genre it, altogether. That, blew that up. 1977, yeah. like Terminator comes in 1984 and it's a pretty sci fi definer for the 80s. And if you don't have Star right. Wars come out in 77 and someone does make it, it's years down the road, so it's not as an impactful movie. The reason Star Wars, no one had seen a movie like that before. And so the right. further you kick that can down the road, more people are familiar with that kind of ideas mm-hmm. that are in play. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, so it's, it, like, it, it's really, the well, number two grossing movie in the history of time. They didn't sell like 10 billion tickets or whatever at 25 no, cents exactly. a piece. Yeah. Yeah, oh. we're, we're, what we're doing is we're really creating like a butterfly effect here. With this <laughs> yeah, discussion. at this point, it's yeah, scary. because like you said, Terminator came out in 84. Terminator most likely would have never been even made. Right. I mean, but, who but, knows uh, if sci-fi would have even been what it is today or what it is at any moment because Star Wars really really kind of shaped a lot of this stuff. It convinced no, yeah, the exactly. movie studios to invest in that type of movie. If you don't have exactly. the budget, you can't pull off sci-fi movies. Yeah, they would have been stuck doing these like hardcore dramas and stuff for who knows how much longer. Yeah. If we didn't have genre pieces, it would be nothing. They would have never gone like, to space, pretty much, I guess you would say. Godfather I mean, I 12 can't really, or something. I can't really think of too many, plays, or too many movies before Star Wars that can really say that they like deal with the thought of doing things in space. Right. The way right. that they did it. At least oh, the way sure. that he did, yes, exactly. And, you know, Tom Selleck is probably Indiana Jones in that universe. Because Harrison Ford <laughs> isn't coming off of Star Wars. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. That's how it happened. Ah, but Indiana Jones, also, Indiana Jones <laughs> would have also never Jones. been made. Because, I mean, without George Lucas, hmm. Indiana Jones, let's say George Lucas doesn't oh, make yeah. Star Wars. George Lucas had such a big role in, in the making of uh, Indiana Jones. It's yeah, and too. influencing Spielberg to make E.T. E.T. probably yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. get made. Well, yeah. look at all these movies not being made now. Oh, Jeez. my God. Uh, we're ruining pop culture <laughs> right now. Is that what we're doing? Tomorrow, they have an episode of George Lucas where they, they try to keep him from uh, not not making oh, Star Wars. Wait, <laughs> the real George Lucas was on the show? No, it was not like on, on the <laughs> There's actually a great video online. Uh, it's like it was, I think it's a student film of a guy or it's supposed to be George Lucas walking around his his uh, school campus trying to write Star Wars. And oh. he comes by like a bunch of people who he kind of wrote his characters after like he came across like this real nerdy uh, kind of robotic in a way guy ah. from England. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a, a friend who was a little person and he like wrote these like stories to these yeah it, it was it's a student film look it up on youtube um it's like it's called something weird like romancing romancing the space or something like that oh it's, it sounds vaguely familiar i do remember seeing this or hearing about this i might check that out it's that very cool. old but it's it's okay. really cool it it definitely kind of shows like the mind of how a writer could work and sure. how star Wars kind of came to be. Not, uh, it's not a, based on a true story, but it's kind of neat. So and then, I like that. Star, yeah, I like that going back stuff. to star Wars, I didn't mention who they potentially would have cast one funny oh, one yeah? for hair or for Han Solo, Sylvester Stallone. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right after like Rocky time, like when Rocky is at its peak and he's in Rambo, oh, my just God, having no. this Han Solo. <laughs> The thing is, I can totally see that happening. I can see him casting him because Seeing his inspiration him. was Flash Gordon, so it does yeah. make sense. Like, he's kind of a Flash Gordon-y kind of guy. Kind of I'm, I'm imagining oh. him running off the Millennium Falcon with a giant Gatlin gun and a bandana right? across his head. I think he would be actually sleeveless. Yes. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have any sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the yeah, best. No, that black best. And his tagline would be, I always shoot first. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't <laughs> even understand him saying it, though. No, you wouldn't. Although, uh, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you from a different yeah. planet. You know hey, what I mean? Prince, yeah. uh, fill over here. Uh, it's my job! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chewie would sound the same. That's, yeah, all exactly. <laughs> That's how they met. Well, him and Chewie sound the same. He's actually uh, raised by e- uh, Ewoks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh well. Worst oh, episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this oh. Is I, it definitely helped getting into that whole uh, Star Wars conversation. Wow. Man. That's a, well, that a great one. I had a that. bunch of other what ifs, but that Star Fire Wars stuff off. really it threw me off. Well, oh, no, the one that weird. really is interesting to me is uh, Will Smith turned down the role of Neo for the Matrix. Oh, oh. that's a real fun one. Ooh. That, is, that is a fun one because so that's you when he was like on he didn't fire. take the blue pill. Interesting. He it just did Independence to... Day and Men in Black. He was like he was the biggest fire. star yeah, in Hollywood right it. then. Yeah, but you know what? Matrix would then have a rap album. It would. Yeah. <laughs> he was writing. He wrote Wild Wild West, a song for that. He wrote he a song for Wild Men in Wild Black. West over Matrix, right? Over the Matrix. Okay. God, is that, we're is talk about happened? the worst decision any actor has made in their entire <laughs> I think that's career. what it is. Decision. <laughs> then, cool. How would it have been for Keanu Reeves if he yeah, didn't Keanu do Matrix? Yeah, Keanu Reeves' whole career changes, right? Because he's still the goofball mm-hmm. without being without the oh, Matrix. Yeah. yeah. The Matrix totally changed well, him as an actor. Was yeah. he still a goofball at that point? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Was he in Speed Big before time. the Matrix? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. he definitely he came okay. out before the Matrix, and he didn't even do he didn't but do was... Speed Two either because I think he almost thought that Speed was almost too goofy for him. The one with the boat. As I'm <laughs> as I'm sitting here with a Speed poster behind me. <laughs> Keanu Reeves in Speed yeah, Two. There's probably no the John one Wick. with the boat. Or is Will no. Smith in John Wick? Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but look at look at Will Smith's career. I mean, honestly, he's not doing anything all that great. No, I mean, he kind his, of went off the rails for. Yeah, that's when he did Hancock, and he did. He tried to be a serious actor for a while. Okay, Hancock, <laughs> I loved. I don't care what anybody says. Hancock was a super fun superhero. Hancock movie. is a good idea. It's a really compelling idea. It's where the boys are at. But it never goes that's all true. in. It is, yeah, it, it doesn't go all in. I think that's that, that's a good point. It, it, like it was a great idea. It just didn't go all in. Oh, so I'll give you that. But it was very fun. You're you're right. It was yeah, fun. Sh- it was okay. I didn't. Hate I it. thought it was just a fun summer <laughs> it a movie. Fun, it was. Movie. Yeah. It was great. I like. Yeah, he's that. trying but... to do the serious acting, and then he did Bright for Netflix, the straight to DVD release movie. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, what God. is he doing? I didn't I even know. give that a try. Or what and about then that the Om Night Shyamalan movie with this kid that was awesome? Yeah. The, Wait, the, what the, the After Shyamalan Earth movie. one or something? After Earth out, yeah. was what oh. I was thinking of. Yeah. But I think it's because of his kid. His kid's a turd, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. It seriously is. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> he just monitors him now. Yeah. What? You blame him? Yeah. He's with them all the time now. He is all the time. You all see that? Yeah, he's no, like I always don't. on. Yeah. He's like, dude, kid, you're ruining my career. Dude, kid. Just stop. You're going to bring this in here. Hey, I'll tell you what, yeah. Will Smith definitely uh, got a little bit of little points for me when he did the genie because yeah. he did the genie the a cool way, man. It he was didn't... classic Will Smith. It was yeah. more like Men in Black period Will Smith when he was well, doing That's genie. what he needs. Mm-hmm. He needs to be classic Will Smith. Yeah, you know the man. difference between you and me? I make this look good. Yeah, yeah. see, that's, 
He could have said that line <laughs> in Aladdin and it would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, it changes Thank Keanu you. Reeves' career too. Like Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves is like, like an internet, he's probably the internet darling right now. Right now, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Actually, and that's dying down too because he's kind of telling people, "Hey, stop it, man! Don't. Yeah, it's it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, don't overdo it because you know it's kind of <laughs> well because he doesn't he doesn't want that type of recognition. He doesn't want everybody no, he, looking he at him. He doesn't like that, right? Which <laughs> I, I mean, it's very which makes him even more endearing. Well, right. he kind of had that gap in his career too between The Matrix yeah. and John Wick. Like he was in that. After well, he, he did that weird uh, li- sci-fi uh, remake movie with those big, uh, big metal monster, whatever. Oh, the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, oh, that's day it. the Earth. Yeah. He also okay. did. All I could think of was, was day a... after tomorrow and, uh, and all that stuff. Well, did, uh, Constantine. A... Oh, Constantine. He was great in Constantine. He should have been Constantine forever. He could have been, but that would have. What? What if? What yep. if? What if? What if, man? Well, yeah, uh, I don't know. But he, uh, he also did Lake House. I thought that was a nice little love story. Those of you who want love stories out there, it was very cute. Nice. I did not <laughs> see that movie. Really? Oh, it's kind of cute. Give it a okay. whirl. It's a love story. It's a date night type of movie. I'll Check save it for that a date out. night. Okay, Lake House. Are you guys wanting another what if? Yeah. Let's th- throw it at me. Here we go. Here comes your next what if. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Pitt owned the role of Tyler Durden in Fight Club, but Sean Penn almost landed the part. Huh. Oh, Sean Penn. See. He was probably was... what? Right off of I Am Sam? Well, here's the thing that wouldn't work for that is he's too similar to Edward Full Norton. circle. It wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, it is. There you go. Full circle. But I think, his, I think he'd be too close a character to edward norton mm-hmm. but i think they, they that's kind of why style. they were thinking the same that, personality well, i know but i'm glad they did it because that kind of threw everyone for the loop by the end you know you're right. not thinking yeah. like this is like it made a great it, it was a great uh juxtaposition to see like this scrawny frail guy and this big tough macho good looking guy to find out yeah they're the same person is like was fantastic it would not have worked i don't think with sean penn yeah i've never man. seen fight club Spoiler alert! Oh, Fight good Club? God. Oh, I goodness. haven't seen any of those oh. old Brad Pitt movies. He doesn't see any movies. <laughs> like, oh. when he was, like, uh, all those different ones, you know? Snatch. I don't even know. I, I don't even know what to bring up. I'm having to now go I, through. I don't know. What was oh, that Al Pacino one? Like, I could have oh I could have brought up Anything made within the last five years. I told you before he even signed in, we got only talk movies the last five years. He hasn't watched anything before then. No, the past well, five years. Other than Star Wars. Uh, if it well, came out since I, 2000, I've seen it. <laughs> okay, so like Gladiator. About, yeah, Gladiator was good. Was good. Yeah, okay, good. Thank Mel God Gibson you've seen Gladiator. Instead of Russell what? Uh, okay. Mel Gibson. I can kind of see that. I don't. Uh, I don't think it would have been as good. I think Russell Crowe definitely uh, just was beautiful for that role. But husband to a murdered wife. Father to a murdered son, I will have my vengeance. If not this life, then the next. Oh, he actually has seen the movie. Good kid. <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... That was such a good movie. I liked Gladiator. Oh, Gladiator good... was great, It was the great, first movie man. I owned on DVD when DVD came, became a format. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember getting yeah, Gladiator like the... on DVD. It was one of my first DVDs. Exactly. I feel like every, like, I, get, I can go to any garage sale. I love garage sales, by the way. Um, and everybody has a Gladiator DVD sitting out in the front yard. So I think they yeah. sold like 50 billion of them. 
Because it was like their first like standard. Oh, look how awesome DVD is versus VHS. (laughs) It was was part of the bundle packs for DVD players. Yeah. Oh, easily. It had to have been. It was such a beautiful movie, man. But I could see Mel Gibson in that part probably. I don't think I would have liked him as well. That was before Super Insane Mel Gibson. Right. That was like like right after Braveheart and stuff. So that's not too bad. Yeah. I totally could see that. I mean, it was a few. It was. Yeah, that's a couple years after Braveheart. Well, Patriot so. came out in between, and Patriot's just Braveheart, but said in the it Independence is, right, Times. It's just Braveheart. <laughs> but the Patriot was also very fun. That was oh a... Oh, God, that movie is beautiful. It wasn't my favorite, but it was so beautiful. When he hatchets shot, up oh him, God. man, that's some good hatchet God. work. That was <laughs> good hatchet work. <laughs> I love uh, the fact that we're just going off on movies. <laughs> I also like seeing Lucius Malfoy in that movie. He is a great bad guy. Oh, okay. yes, he is. God, yes, he is. so great. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, we just like diverged off of like everything here. This is fun. Oh, no. This, it's fun, though. This is, this is what uh, That's the idea. What if we just bounced yeah, around them for a man. podcast? <laughs> totally. I got a really weird one that I just pulled up. Here's a, here's a yeah, big what if. And... What did you guys like? Did you guys watch the movie Knocked Up? Mm-hmm. Everybody no. saw the movie Knocked Up. I'm pretty Everybody sure I watched it. it. It sounds familiar enough to me. It, it was Seth Rogen. It was Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. most, most yeah. of his movies kind of run together, and I don't know which is which, honestly. Oh, I, well, it's the one where Katherine Heigl gets pregnant with Seth Rogen, and he's uh, just kind of an idiot stoner. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways. I, I have well, seen it, but. <laughs> Kath, uh, Christina Aguilera was offered the role before Katherine Heigl. And I guess hmm. she turned it down, which I think probably a good idea. Good, yeah. I, I think, think that, that movie yeah. would have been was terrible. Besides Moulin Rouge, right? Uh, but she Catherine didn't. She hasn't been in... gone for a while. She yeah. used to be in a Nobody movie like every her. year. Because <laughs> she's like off from reports that I've read is she's awful to work with. Well, there you go. A lot of people are. That makes sense. <laughs> it you must know, be deeper I've actually than heard that. the same thing. I heard she's really bad, like really bad. Right, which kind of sucks because I mean, she's pretty good at what she does. I really enjoy uh, all of her movies that she's in. So yeah, she's not terrible, but mild take. Not a with. fan of any Judd Apatow movies. Just throwing that out there. Whoa, <laughs> I'm over. I'm over them. Mm. But I do like uh, my favorite. One of my favorite TV shows though is uh... King of the Hill. <laughs> I do like King of the Hill. How do you know? Who doesn't hey, like Bobby. King of the Hill, man? That Bobby, movie, Bobby, that Bobby, TV show is great. <laughs> Oh dang man, come on now. You gotta get once you get it, you know, come on man. Boomhauer over here, man. Do that all day, man. Dang it, Bobby. Why are you wearing your dress? Propane sales. Okay, come on. I have no idea. Judd Apatow's over. You said Judd Apatow, something about you like uh what Oh, um the the high school show is really good. So, oh, and Freaks was, and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks is probably my, oh. one of my favorites. So I, you know, he, he did well early was on. Fantastic. Was probably one of the best. Probably one of the best one season shows of all time. Yeah, now he's just a total, um, oh my God. But now it's just, I can't stand his movies. You're right. It's just, I don't what know do what mean? happened. Like, what, what, is, what movies are you guys I, I, talking I, about that you guys love? Yeah, it's pretty Every bad, single dude. one of them is the same exact movie with the same exact humor, which is... Not my cup of tea. Are, are they not? They're not. Like, he doesn't have all of his movies written by Mike White anymore. I probably that might explain something. Hmm. He doesn't have the same writer. That might explain mm. things. I don't know. That new one coming out called I don't know. 
boys or something. It looks oh god, that looks like awful. the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire oh my life. Oh, it's like a two-minute SNL skit, and they made it into a movie. It looks like super bad, but they used middle Little schoolers kids. instead yes. of high schoolers. That it joke got tired exactly. in the trailer, and you have to sit through yes. a whole movie. I know. I'm like, Oof. I'll wait for Netflix that. on that one. <laughs> that's something that's going to end up on Netflix because it's bad, and Netflix is only getting bad movies lately. I think oh. someone, someone I saw said they saw a screener of it or saw it. Maybe it already came out. I have no idea, but they said, well, yeah, it's pretty much what you expect it to be. I think it came out already. Yeah, I think it no, did. I someone think it I know. I think it was. Weekend. Oh, it this weekend. Yeah, oh, but someone 16th. saw it early and said that it was pretty much what you expect it to be. So mm. there you go. <laughs> you know, it's like free review, spoiler free review. Yeah, there you go. I found another good one. It's uh, uh, for ego. You had Kurt Russell, but they were also thinking about Matthew McConaughey. Ooh, that fits. That, that does, does fit. fit. That does fit. Wow. I kind of hmm. like I'm I'm kind of digging that idea. Cuz he probably would he could have played that pretty well, but you know what? Kurt Russell nailed yeah, so. that role. I loved yeah. Kurt Russell as Ego. And he yeah, he kind of makes more sense of his uh, for his dad too. Right. Age-wise and all that stuff. I mean, he he played it perfectly, but man, that's a good call. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I know that we were talking a bunch about like Titanic and stuff like that. Um, but for the I I know you're giving me that face. We didn't talk that much about it, but Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> <laughs> Titanic. Anyways, uh the girl who plays Titanic, what was her name? Uh, da, 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 I can't find it. Um, who plays Titanic the ship itself? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Titanic. she played the ship. No, um, but Kate Melissa Winslet? McCarthy? I don't have no idea. Kate oh, Winslet. Oh, Thank that you. Oh, okay. The the actor. What what? I thought you yeah. about the boat, sorry. Nobody Anyways. played the boat. Stop. <laughs> I know you just confused the hell out of me right there. It's okay. Anyways, well, Gwyneth Paltrow was uh she turned down the role of Titanic. That Could you see weird. Gwyneth Paltrow in that movie? No. Yeah. I don't think I can. Why? Oh, Isn't that I when she was like time. Elizabeth and stuff? No, that's Kate Punch. Yeah, that was about the same. Oh no, it was yeah, no, she was, I mean, that was Yeah, Kate Punch was later. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gwyneth Paltrow was really like actor, like get nominated during that period. Yeah. But would she have worked? Would that the chemistry be there? I can't. I can't imagine that because I feel like she just doesn't have that. That like, I don't know. I don't see the look. I. I. I'm having like a hard time actually think picturing she, it. Uh, yeah, she doesn't have that British charm that you think that you probably needed for that role. Right. You know, I upper, don't know, man. Class charm. Kate Winslet isn't the perfect i mean you see her all the time but she's not perfect for that role but she played a great yeah, she she's a great role, man. stiff though well, and, and you don't think gwyneth paltrow, every time i, <laughs> I see mean, gwyneth paltrow it's like watching a robot on screen well yeah she probably would have forgot that she <laughs> yeah. even acted well, with she leonardo DiCaprio. yeah she like, was like in that movie <laughs> <laughs> is that wait was that the one with the car no that was the one with the boat oh. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I can't see that at all. Um, well, I mean, like I said, there's like what's the Al Pacino one? I'm intrigued now. The Al Pacino was Al Pacino was gonna be Han Solo. Oh my god! Oh, that's that's <laughs> hilarious. He's already <laughs> old by. Then. I know he was. He was. God, he was old when he did Scarface. I know. Yeah. 
Alpacino is Han Yeah, that Solo. way he can run down the hall with the stormtroopers and say, say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my hairy friend. Say hello to my little lasers. Just when I think I'm out there, pull me back in. Pull me back in, Wookie. Oh, God, these what ifs are insane, man. Yeah, that was a fun. That was yeah, fun. what if Andrew oh. Garfield was Spider-Man? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. It... oh. oh. a true oh. actor. Oh, man. <laughs> I do love that we're making that a thing. <laughs> actor. <laughs> oh, that's it's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, what if we ended this episode? What if? <laughs> But that was a good episode. So thank you for the uh, topic tonight, Alex. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one. and uh, honestly, I I would like to hear more of these and what what our fans actually would like to have seen more of. Like, who do you think would have been good in these roles or in your favorite movies? Who do you think right. would have worked perfectly and they casted someone else? You know, yeah, would... maybe when we uh, post the tweet, we can ask that question and have people respond to it. Let's I would love to hear. Be fun. Yeah, Follow I would love us to hear and people's tweet ideas. At Secondary Heroes for all your cool comments and fun updates and fun, crazy, cool stuff throughout the week. <laughs> wow, crazy cool stuff. <laughs> Ooh, you're, you're hyping us a little much there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, some mad hype. <laughs> and don't forget to check us out over on mixer.com slash secondary heroes every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, where we team up to achieve this second place victory as long as Tanner is not on our team. And also, if you haven't already, please rate and review our podcast over on iTunes. It's free for you and priceless to us. And that's everything for episode 26. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. This is Frog out. See you. Thanos creator reveals the one thing he'll never forgive about Avengers Endgame. Quote unquote, I tried to ignore it. That is your clickbait of the week. Worst episode ever. Tip through the topics.